Okay, hello, what's going on? It's Tuesday, April 5th, 2022. Good morning, my friends. It's First Thing with Kevin Mano. On this date in history, another bummer of an anniversary. 28 years ago today, Kurt Cobain died by suicide. His body was found three days later. He was only 27 years old. That's crazy, young. Uh, that was 28 years ago today. Man, we have been without him longer than he was even alive. That's wild to think about. This was the last song Nirvana ever recorded. Let's get into it. Onto our top story. More of the same out of Ukraine. President Zelensky said the number of civilian casualties is most likely much higher than we are currently aware of. Zelensky will address the UN today as leaders around the world continue to condemn the images of dead civilians that we are seeing. Putin, by the way, is saying that Ukraine has created that footage of fake dead bodies to appeal to Western media. President Biden has once again called Putin a war criminal and is calling for a trial against him. The U.S. will issue additional sanctions against Russia this week and will issue more weapons to Ukraine. And we'll see what else comes out of this U.N. meeting today. All right, on to sports. After the South Carolina Gamecocks won the Women's March Madness Tournament on Sunday, the men's tourney came to a wild end last night. The game was on so late. If you stayed up and watched the whole thing, you're going to be tired today. Uh, when I went to sleep, it wasn't even close. North Carolina was winning by a pretty large margin. I was shocked this morning to see that Kansas came back in the second half and took the title. Congrats to the Kansas Jayhawks. A 72-69 victory over the Tar Heels. Down to the wire, man. It was crazy. Their 16-point comeback was the largest in men's national championship game history. It's unreal. Uh, and just a reminder elsewhere in sports, after some delays, it's opening week for Major League Baseball. It all gets going Thursday, finally. Uh, one of the big stories is Albert Pujols of the Cardinals. He'll be making his 22nd consecutive opening day start. He's just behind Pete Rose, who made 23 straight during his career. And since it's Pujols last season, looks like Pete Rose will keep that distinction for now. All right, getting into some entertainment headlines now. Selena Gomez just said that she hasn't been on the internet for four and a half years. She said, quote, it has changed my life completely. I am happier. I am more present. I connect more with people. It makes me feel normal. Can someone tell her about this podcast, please? Tell her it's a great way to, uh, you know, know what's going on without spending all that time scrolling social media. I think she'd love it. Britney Spears confirmed that she's writing a book. Kind of seems like she writes a book every day on Instagram, but this one's going to be uh, an actual book. Tyra Banks is stepping out of retirement, along with Heidi Klum and a handful of other legendary supermodels. They're all coming together for Kim Kardashian's new Skims campaign. Tyra said, quote, I hadn't modeled lingerie and undergarments since I retired from the runway, but it was like riding a bike. The poses came back even fiercer than before. And speaking of Kim, I guess she, uh, she met Pete Davidson's grandparents. That's according to TMZ. Big step. And finally, in other relationship news, kinda, not really, Kristen Cavallari was just spotted making out with Tyler Cameron. Hubba hubba. It's not what you think, though. It was, uh, it was for a photo shoot for her Uncommon James line. So for now, it seems like it is not romantic. Moving on to some movie and TV news. After SNL joked about how movies are too long these days, Netflix responded by adding a short movies section. Uh, speaking of Netflix, if you thought Squid Game was violent, well, buddy, have a seat. The creator of that show is working on a new movie that he says will be even more violent. The working title is Killing Old People Club. That shouldn't be too controversial, should it? 
Uh, really, ever since The Sopranos, TV has, has become the place to be. I mean, we're living in the golden age of television right now, and one of the last big movie stars has finally migrated over Harrison Ford. He just booked his first ever regular role in a TV series. He's going to star with Jason Segel in a new show called Shrinking. It's about therapists, and it's coming to Apple TV+. Someone else is heading to TV as well. Lil Jon. He just got a new HGTV show called Lil Jon Wants to Do What? It's out in May. Uh, I have a couple trailers for you in our Instagram stories right now. First, the trailer for season two of The Flight Attendant. That's Kaylee Cuoco's HBO Max show. It's up there if you want to see it. Season two is coming out in April. Uh, I also have the trailer for the Bob's Burgers movie up there. That one comes out in May. What's on TV today now that March Madness is over? Let's see what else is out there. Uh, I want to see this because I love the guy. A documentary special called Tony Hawk Until the Wheels Come Off will premiere on HBO tonight. My kids love this show. The second season premiere of The Croods is out now on Peacock and Hulu. Name That Tune is new on Fox tonight. To Tell the Truth is on ABC. The thing about Pam is back tonight. I have to say that in Keith Morrison's voice. We watched the first couple episodes of that show, and Keith Morrison narrates the show. It's great. Uh, the Resident and This Is Us are on tonight as well. All right, that brings us to music news. Tons of music news today, so let's dive in. Yesterday, I had an update on that tragedy in Sacramento, the shooting that took the, uh, the lives of six people, and today's update includes pop duo Allie and AJ. The sisters had a show Saturday night steps away from where that tragedy occurred. They said on social media, quote, our bus was caught in the crossfire, but we sheltered in place and everyone in our touring group is okay. As a part of their statement, they said, we hope our fans made it home safe. Uh, and another update on that shooting, an arrest was made. A 26-year-old is in police custody in connection with the shooting. Also, unrelated, but uh, I have to mention it here, there was a shooting at a concert in Dallas on Sunday and police have confirmed that it left one dead and 11 wounded. In other music news, Kanye has officially pulled out of Coachella. It's going down in less than two weeks. It's a two weekend event and he was supposed to headline the final night both weekends. So he was headlining the 17th and the 24th and he's out. There's been no official reason given yet, but it seems that Kanye's lack of preparation for this show might be a factor. He hadn't even rehearsed or anything. Uh, and we all know he's he's been going through a lot lately. Also, there had been rumors that Travis Scott would join him on stage. And according to TMZ, Travis is out as well. And to add another layer to this, do you remember back in February when Kanye said he would cancel his Coachella set if Billie Eilish didn't apologize to Travis Scott? I can't imagine that's the reason he's backing out, but you never know. I'm sure the organizers of Coachella are scrambling to fill that slot. Some names I have heard discussed are The Weeknd and Silk Sonic. Could just be rumors, though. We'll see what they uh, what they do. Now let's talk about a show that canceled Kanye's performance, The Grammys. I predicted last week that viewership would be up. I said that after the drama of the slap at the Oscars, people would tune in. They wouldn't want to miss anything. Well, I was wrong. Okay, it happens. They were, uh, they were pretty much just as low as last year's all-time low. Last year, they brought in 8.8 .8 million viewers, and this year it was Slightly higher with 8.93 million, so not great. In 2019, pre-pandemic, they uh, they had about 19.9 million viewers, so drastically lower. Uh, it's not all bad news though. Brandy Carlisle performed her song right on time at the show, and she saw a 600% increase in global streams. And while we're talking about the Grammys, uh, they kind of inspired a feud between Pink and Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone posted a link to an article on Instagram ranking the, quote, 25 greatest Grammy performances. 
Pink saw that as a chance to vent. I have that posted in our Instagram stories right now. She said a lot, but it started with, quote, Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. You guys have been irrelevant since 1990. She went on to say, This is the magazine that used to feature people like John Lennon and Muddy Waters. Hunter S. Thompson wrote political pieces. She continued from there. Again, I have screenshots posted in our Instagram stories if you want to see what she had to say. And a few more things I'm linking up there this morning. If you want to see a video of actress Vera Farmiga singing an Iron Maiden song on stage with Scott Ian from the band Anthrax playing guitar, I have that linked in our Instagram stories as well. And a couple music festival lineups are up there too. Dirks Bentley's Seven Peaks Music Festival and LO Cool J's bringing the Rock the Bells Festival back. It's all up at First Thing pod on Instagram. And finally, one more. This story makes me uncomfortable, but I saw it in a few places, so I had to mention it. A rapper named Gunu was killed last month, and a memorial concert was just held in D.C. on Sunday. Guess who was there? Gunu! His embalmed body was standing on stage with a crown on. Uh, the club eventually apologized and said they didn't know that was going to happen. Okay, okay, a few additional headlines before we wrap it up. Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson is expected to be confirmed this week as the first black woman Supreme Court justice. Senators voted yesterday, and of course it was close, but she got the necessary votes. Uh, In another war news, North Korea just announced yesterday that if South Korea attacks, they won't hesitate to use nuclear weapons. On Friday, the South Korean defense minister made some threatening comments, and North Korea responded, let's all just take some deep breaths, okay? Smell the flowers, blow out the candles. Repeat. Elon Musk, who just recently accused Twitter of, quote, failing to adhere to free speech principles, just became the largest shareholder in Twitter. He purchased a 9.2% stake in the company. Right after that news broke, he tweeted out a poll asking, do you want an edit button? Yes or no? Yes is currently winning, by the way. A guy in Dallas reached his hand in between his couch cushions. We all do that. Stuff falls down there all the time. And he found a seven-foot snake. Want to see a photo of that? I have it posted in our Instagram stories right now. Uh, And if you're feeling some allergies this morning, you're not alone. According to Google Trends, the phrase, when will the pollen go away, is being searched 250% more right now than it was this time last week. Should we try to go all week with a uh, a fart story every day? I had one yesterday about the cows, and today it's about a 19-year-old woman named Clara Clark that went to the hospital because she held him in around her boyfriend for two years. It caused her appendix to burst. I didn't know that was a thing. She said, quote, I do hold in my farts, but I didn't think I would be in the hospital over it. She has now recovered from surgery and vows to never suppress her gas again. I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, And finally, some food news. Pepsi has a new flavor, uh, and as many times as I read the sentence, it just doesn't make any sense to me. The flavor is called Bite, B-Y-T-E, and it's supposed to taste like pixels. The flavor is called Bite, and it's supposed to taste like pixels. Nope, doesn't mean anything. I guess they're uh, they're hoping this appeals to gamers. Okay, my friends, one more for you. I always end with a uh, a positive story. I have had some helpful pharmacists over the years, but this gal just uh, raised the bar. Her name is Kathleen Kirkland. She works at a CVS in North Carolina, and she just gave a customer a kidney that she put in that little white paper bag. Gross. Uh, The customer here was actually a pastor at a nearby church, and he has been dealing with a rare genetic kidney disease since he was a teenager. And when Kathleen found out he was on the transplant list, they started talking. Then she found out that they had the same blood type. She said she knew what she had to do. She said, quote, I knew he had so much more left to give this world. I was happy to be able to help him do that. The procedure was successful, and both are happy and healthy. I have a photo of them together 
up in our Instagram stories as well. And friends, the show is over now. The show is over now. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks for being here. I hope you have a great Tuesday. I'm back tomorrow with another fresh recap of everything that happens between now and then. Kind of hoping for a slow news day. One of these days, I, uh, I always wanted to make this show 10 minutes, and I don't think that's ever happened. Uh, so I'll talk to you then. First thing, have a great Tuesday. Please tell your friends about this show.